Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is by far, if you ever wanted to know what I look like in a good mood, you better take a snapshot of this shit right here because... Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Oh, my I've God. i handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. And I, I, I'll be totally honest here. And, and look, it... It is just going to be one of those stupid... Yeah, it is. It is going to be one of those stupid announcements, but it's one of these great stupid announcements that I live my life for. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, while appearing on the Pat McAfee show, former WWE heavyweight champion Brock Lesnar was talking about his... His career in the industry, saying he who he got to face, Undertaker, all these great people. But there's one person that he didn't face. And there are rumors going around that this person has been training for a one or two match return. And the return could happen at WrestleMania. Ladies and gentlemen, I will give you Brock Lesnar versus the one and only Texas Rattlesnake Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, my shit. Oh, man. Oh, yes. Yes, please. Oh, Oh, Chinese arithmetic ain't got nothing on me. Oh, I am so hard right now. Austin, Lesnar, WrestleMania, Arnie, Tommy. Oh, hell yeah. Shit, 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 shit. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to the professional wrestling industry. The W. servant to thee. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm almost in tears. I, I, I found this story 17 minutes ago, and I've been holding on to it. You can go to the other night. Braddy kid, you've got tickets to the other night. There is no way that Tommy on his 50th birthday is not going to choose the Stone Cold Steve Austin night. Hell, I might drink that night. Have me a few Steve Weisers. Oh, man. Oh, man. Holy shit. In the immortal words of the one and only Tommy Holy shit! 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 Oh, such fantastic news. I sent him the text first. I was like, <laughs> I just typed in no fucking way. Holy Christ. Today's been the greatest Wednesday in the history of... And, and, and let me just say, let me just say, if it doesn't happen, it's okay. See, this is what I look like with hope. Uh, let's see, uh, first one here today, let's see, Mike D, first one here, he says, happy hump day, ass family, hold on, 
we get back to that. There pump you go. Day. Pump day. Pump day. And I hope you have an H-E-L-L-A good day. I will not say that word. Don't you West Coast people sleep? Damn. Special kale. Yeah, I just go to work at 2. All right, all right. Uh, Douglas says, good morning, your friends. Straight Fire says, good morning to all the members of the Ass Family. Let's have a great day. Braddy, kid is in the house. Oh, my God. Yes, Braddy is going with me one day to WrestleMania, and Tommy is going the other day. I've noticed I'm going both days. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, honestly, if there's a chance... Oh, ho, ho, ho. the outfit might change now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Christopher says, hey, Brady, did your Facebook post from yesterday get taken down? I can't find it. I have no idea. Hang down, Jen. Oh, God damn it. That's the one thing I didn't do this morning. You, you know what? I can, I, I, can, I can make up for it. Though. Hold on a second. Damn it to hell. In, in, in all my craziness this morning, let's see. Um, go to that. Okay, okay. This is, uh, what is turkey necking? Turkey necking? As you and your female partner are having sex doggy style, the head of your penis pulls the inside of her vagina out, resembling that of a turkey's neck. The other night, I was back there turkey necking my old lady. So like a prolapse? (laughs) So there you go, turkey necking. I'll try to get that one in the computer. I'm sorry, this morning has been just mayhem. Uh, But yeah, hang hang down, Jen, good morning to you. Uh, let's see, Derek says, good morning, ass family, happy! Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Uh, Derek, hell yeah, are you talking to me? Uh, good morning, ass family, Christopher, happy hump day, uh, hot mom. Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Cowboys girl says, good morning, ass family, happy! Pump day! There you go, I don't like this too early, I had to explain the music. Uh, Ogre, Buenos Dias Familia, that was perfect timing for me entering the chat, arise, good morning. Brock never met up with Stone Cold. No, they were supposed to, but it wasn't built up enough, and Steve Austin walked away. He said he would have done it, and he and and Brock are actually friends. So, oh, hell yes. If it happens, your ticket just skyrocketed. It was pretty dire beforehand, LOL. But Austin's nick. I thought he couldn't bump anymore. Well, I imagine he's been training. Uh, Lesnar versus Stone Cold would be better than, oh, yeah, oh, Austin's in it. Austin can be wrestling a midget. I wouldn't give a shit. Oh, darn. We have sex and play with No shit joke for me today. Uh, okay. So it looks like something Arnie would do to a baby. Okay, I don't know. It's a pussy prolapse. All right, all right. Now, see, so I started the show off with, with, with what I thought I had it set up, and I was like, okay, nature is not your friend. And we have more nature is not your friend later on in today. See, I'm in a really good mood because we're going to start this way, and then I have the first two stories that are going to send me in a complete shit mood. Just warning you. So, uh, where do I start? Oh, oh, I have to start with what one of my favorite things I've ever seen was, and it's this pastor. I don't know who he is. He's a pastor at a church somewhere. But this guy, this guy has got pastoring down. Let's see. Hold on. Okay, come on now. We got first. Here we go. And last names of six witches. Huh? That are in our church. Witches. And you know what's strange? 
three of you are in this room right now. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Three of you in the room right now. There's three witches You better look in, in my eyeballs. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking witch. You devil-worshiping Satanist witch. We cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We break your spells. We break your curse. We got your Woo. first name. We got your last name. Yes. We even got an address yes, one indeed. of you. You so much as cough wrong, and I'll expose you in front of everybody in this tent, you stinking witch. You were sent to this church to destroy us. You were sent to this church to lure us in. You were sent to this church to cast spell. Listen, some of you been sick because you befriended that witch. Two of you in my wife's ladies' Bible study, and you know who you are, and we're going to ask you to get out, or I'll expose you in front of everybody. Amen, brother. We got all six of their names. Mm-hmm. Yep. All, all six. six of them. All six. Two of them had already been confirmed before that thing ever even said it. First and last night, this chick is new to our church and don't know none of you. So you got a choice. New person. Here we go. You Here can leave go. with your spells oh, all yeah. by yourself. Yes, please. Or I'll show up next Sunday with a stage full of brooms. And I'll give you one and I'll fly your tail up out of this place Amen, in the name brother. of Jesus. But we ain't playing Jesus. your spell casting, no, witchcraft, ain't. nonsense, sage burning games. Sage burning. Everybody okay? This is the best part. <laughs> Witches are like, nope. Oh, this is so good. And your little dog, too. There You're out, <laughs> witch. He said your little dog, too. He said your little dog, too. Oh, my God. This guy, Reverend Greg Locke. Oh, my God. That guy gives me goosebumps. He makes me want to live for Christ again. Jalapeno. Maybe Jerry and Vince can get in a stunned and F5 together. Oh, that'd be fantastic. He sounds like the brother of prayer to Sheriff Judd, one who does the awesome press release of people eating soiled underwear. Oh, man. Nothing says Christian love than trying to sell fear and paranoia and dividing a congregation and make every person in there fearing and suspecting each other. The pastor watched a shit ton of footage of Senator McCarthy and said, Oh, my cider. Oh, my God. Women are witches. Oh, my God. But And your little dog, too. That, that to me, that when I, I'm going to have to save this. I mean, just, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to play this so often because it's so good. That are in our church. Right here. With, Come on. We ain't playing your spell casting, witchcraft, nonsense, sage burning games. Everybody okay? Witches are like, nope. <laughs> and your little dog, too. You're out, witch. Okay, so I just recorded that. Okay, fantastic. Export it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and your little dog, too. <laughs> I don't care. That is the funniest fucking I laughed so hard at that last night. Oh, man. See, this is what a good mood looks like on Arnie. Lots of smiles. Everybody's laughing. Oh, my God. Like I said, though, it's all going to change. It's all going to come to a complete halt with two stories. All I need is two stories, and they bring me down. 
All right, got to close all this stuff out, but I, I, I did get him recorded. Oh, God almighty, that guy is so awesome. He is my new spirit animal. Who will sell the stunner better, The Rock or Lesnar? I don't know. The, the Rock is tough to beat. Pacino's Fuck You Too followed by And Your Little Dog Too. <laughs> and Your Little Dog Too. <laughs> Fuck You Too. And Your Little Dog Too. <laughs> oh, but see, it, it, and then we had this next story that I could have started the show with. But damn, Steve Austin and Brock Lesnar headlined in WrestleMania, and I've already got my tickets. Holy shit, man. I didn't think it could get better than this. Some asshole in Bakersfield, California. That is shocking. This asshole's out deciding to ride his bicycle in a field. Now, you don't ride your bicycle in a field. Wham! Why? Because there's a bull in the field. This bull beat the shit out of the guy. And here you go. This is why you don't ride your bicycle on the countryside. This ain't France. Here we go. Here he is. Here's Johnson riding his bicycle. And boom! Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, the humanity. The bull attacks. Horny the bull is getting him. Oh, they've got a slow-mo. The guy riding his bike and what? Takes him off that bike. <laughs> Bull's like, all right, even playing field now, motherfucker. Oh, wait, I have an advantage. What a dumb shit. Ladies and gentlemen, there are dumb shits in the world, and then there's this guy. Tony Enderbitson. Yeah, it sounds like Enderbitson. Yeah, he, he, he's paying for a previous life hack. There are reportedly a total of four riders attacked during the race. Why would you race through this? If there's a bull on the loose, maybe you close the course down. And by the way, if I see, and, and you're not going to miss a bull. You're not going to, the bull's just not going to appear. I don't know if y'all ever been around a lot of livestock. I've been around some, and they don't just appear. Like, you could say I have livestock right now with Bubba. And and and, and, and he just doesn't appear. I, I don't just, like, all of a sudden turn a corner and Bubba's there. We know where Bubba is at all times. And if you're riding in a bicycle race and you see a bull... You see something large like a horse or a bull? It's coming to you. Okay? Let me just... Let me put all your fears and questions aside here. When you see a large object coming towards you, yes, it is coming right for you. That bull sees this guy on the bicycle and says, Hello, friend. Wait a second. You're not slowing down. You're an enemy. And wham! It happens. This is why I tell you people all the time, nature is not your friend. Now, I've gotten through these three stories that have made me smile like there is no tomorrow. 
Oh, wait. Oh, I found another. Oh, here's another one, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit, I meant to, meant to send you guys this one, too. Okay, this is something that happens. Birds are getting chased by, like, another. Oh, crap. You got to click on the link that's in there that's in Reuters. It's a whole, like, fleet of birds, and they're flying. There goes one right by all of a sudden. Now you see, oh, my God, they all fled right to the ground. They all, like, slammed themselves in the ground. It, like, turned from day to night all of a sudden. And it's because I guess a predator bird was chasing them, and since birds are stupid, they all thought that the predator bird was chasing it. So they're all flying in this pattern, and one of the, the things is dive bombing. And a bunch of them ended up, you know, going all the way through with it. Probably even the one that was chasing them. But, yeah, that, that that's another video that I saw this morning. I was like, oh, God. Can you imagine being out, like, walking your dog, and all of a sudden you get dive-bombed by, like, a thousand fucking birds? If I was a cyclist, I'm like, nah, fucking, I'm losing the bike race. Yeah, no shit. Okay. Okay, man. All right, so I got the pastor done. Uh, all right, yeah, okay, all right. Got all that stuff done. Okay. Um, I, I, I honestly, I, I don't even know where to start with this. Where do I have it in here? Uh, wait, hold on a second here. Uh, there it is. Uh, this is a university that I actually did attend. Uh, this is the University of Nevada. This is how stupid the kids at the University of Nevada are. And, I, and look, 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 I, I know a lot of people that 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 went to school there, that, that, that have had great memories of, of being there. Well, that time is all gone, all right? I, I have a lot of friends that live in Reno, and I, I, I love them dearly as my friends. This has nothing to do with you. This has to do with the current mindset of the morons that are attending this university and the morons that are teaching at this university. Members of the campus community protested the recent mask mandate repeal by walking out of their classes. So, so, so they just, in Nevada, the governor, Saxa Dix, that's not right, God, Dick and Slacks, that's it. Yeah, Governor Dixon slacks. He just said, oh, you don't have to wear the mask anymore. Like a lot of states have done. Well, these dumb fuckers are saying, no, we want to keep wearing the masks. How dare you? How dare you repeal this mask mandate? We're so mad we're going to leave. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm stunned that people are in love with the masks now. They're saying, no, this is bad. We have to keep wearing the mask. Well, hey, hey. <whistles> hey. Hangtown Jen just got it. Nobody's telling you to take your mask off. You fuckwits. 
If you want to keep wearing the mask, then by all means, there's someone standing out holding a sign. You there, Sandoval? He's the president of the university. They want the mask mandate reinstated. This would be like reinstating date rape. Oh, date rape's fine on a college campus. I mean, I'm not a graduate student by any means, but the my mind simply cannot figure it out. If I want to keep wearing it, I keep wearing it. These people have nothing to live for now since they can't virtue signal anymore. Unbelievable. Oh, if you're in that group and you want to have a, a chat with me, please give me a call. I have a 775 area code. 357-FANS. Call me. Tell me why you want to wear the mask so much. Because, by the way, by the way, I'd like to point out something. I'd like to point something out. Mm-mm-mm. And I am going to enjoy each and every second of this one. You remember when dear old Omicron. Omicron, that's it. Remember when, when, when Omicron came out? Remember, remember it scared everybody? Oh, God, now we have to get a, a, a shot for, for Omicron. And there's old Arn. There's old Arn who's been with you. He's been with you since day one of the entire thing. Good old Arn, who held your hand at that time and said, this is the end of the virus. You see, it's not affecting people. Nobody's died from it. Nobody's going to the hospital. And everybody said, well, we don't know. And then all of a sudden, it started in South Africa. And it went away. Came to America, everybody was fearing, oh my God, Omicron's here. Omicron landed. Old Arn. Old Arn was there to say, hey, look, this isn't going to be as bad as they're saying. This isn't going to be that bad at all. I mean, really, it's not going to be bad. And then when the numbers started dwindling and going down, and they said it would be until the end of February. In the end of February, we, we would be through the worst of it. Today is February 16th, not quite the end of February, but it's all but gone. And I, I, I hate to do this. I hate to, but all those people out there say, oh, you're just dumb. You're a DJ on you. are nothing more than a shock jock. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Wait, 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 wait. Can, 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 can we hear that one more time? Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. It, 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 it's still not resonating quite enough for me. How about now? Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. These people have nothing. Oh, I read that. These people, I want to punch in their fucking face mask. Ogre, he says it great in these two statements here. It's a 21st century university. Any deviation from echo chamber group think is strictly forbidden. 
They can't have some students wearing and some not wearing. Fred says, fucking retards. Who would have thought that college kids are majorly retarded? Uh, uh, look, man, I, I think, uh, you know, if if for some reason you have to work there, you just say... I work with retards. Yeah, that's, that, that's pretty much it. Fuck, I miss the days when universities were places for diversity of opinion and thought, right? You would think that that's what they were built upon. Oh, they were. That's right. Oh, my gosh. And then all of a sudden they've changed to what you're talking about, the echo chamber, which I totally agree with. I'll just tell you why, Arnie, because it makes me feel superior to other people. <laughs> Dummies. I mean, honestly. Honestly. These people want to keep the masks on. They're literally sponges for these nut job professors. I want to take a look. Let's take a, a quick look at these professors, shall we? Now, now, I, this is not. This is a. I'm not going to be painting with a very broad brush, but it's a lot of these professors who have been there for a while, who've been probably passed over a number of times, and they finally, after tenure, uh, achieve where they want to go. And the reason why they've been passed over so many times is because their views and opinions are so fucking out there. And there's some theories that, oh, you, if you get this professor, it'll, it'll do this for you and do that for you. Man, these are guys that are mainly looking for paychecks. Uh, Peter Bolisney, the professor who quit Portland State, has a YouTube series. And the current series he's doing is called Why Colleges Are Becoming Cults. I highly recommend to someone whose entire career has been working in college. Oh, I can imagine. I can just imagine it. But you got these nincompoop parents who raise these nincompoop children that then go and then they listen to these people. This is the whole thing. Look here, and I know I'm going to sound like a fucking alien here, but I don't care. When I wanted to look to be like someone, sure, I looked up to, you know, athletes, musicians, actors. I looked up to those people. But, see, I never had access to those people when I was growing up. I had access to my dad. Now, now. And I did not have the greatest father in the world. He was an alcoholic. Didn't get help until I was about nine. Still looked up to him, though. The older I got, the more I looked up to him. I don't understand this how... Well, I do because you know, a lot of these parents are trying to keep up with the Joneses. They're not at home. And, and look, I'm not judging you for it. I understand that's the way the world is now. Spend some time with your kids, though. Let them know that they, they, they can still come to you with anything. Instead, they go to these professors who show them a little bit of love, and that little bit of love those professors are showing is all the love that they wanted to be seen, and now they've roped your kids into their belief system. That's the way I believe. I claimed it started getting bad in 65 to 75 when college enrollment skyrocketed due to hippies and war and whatnot. Uh, then they produced more professors, and they got really bad. 
In 2000, I was expelled from UNR for providing counterproof that the Yucca Mountain was not a hazard. I was trying to incite dissent and expelled. That's a shocker there. I mean, look, look. University of Nevada, honestly, you're turning in... You're turning into another Berkeley, but on such a lower scale. I mean, honestly. It doesn't look good on you. It it really doesn't. And you expect that town to support you and do everything behind you? Man, not that town. That town's too good for that. Those people in that town are too good for that. So there you go. So the story number one that got me pissed off and already out of my great mood. I mean, I've got other stories. Yeah, 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 okay. But uh, this is a story that worries me more than anything else out there. And I know it's mainly the the insurance companies on this, and, and we can disagree on this, and I'll be happy to have a conversation with anybody on this. I can agree that Sandy Hook is probably the worst tragedy. If you want to rate school shootings, um, I would say that Sandy Hook is the worst. And I have to say uh, I'm glad that I never had to really cover it because I didn't. Sandy Hook happened uh, at about 9.58 West Coast time. Uh, let's see, as a professor, I've just given each student in my class who walked out a protest an F for the day, no credit given for stupidity. Heck, it's a repeal of a mandate, not an implementation of a no-mask rule. You dumbass wants to miss my class, make it a point. Yep, but then it's my choice to give no credit for the day. Yes, it would be. Hey, you're that kind of teacher I'd want to have. So so I, I it was 9.58 that it happened. Because I remember we were going on vacation. This was, I don't know, I was going on vacation for two weeks. And let me just tell you the mindset of Arnie on vac- about to go on vacation at 9.58 on a Friday. Arnie's on vacation. Arnie's been on vacation for about 34, for 30 to 45 minutes already. Um, but at 9.58, Arnie's definitely on vacation. And because mainly I had to get in my car and I had to drive over the mountain to get to Dad's for Christmas. And I just barely beat the storm. And when I was driving, I listened to music. I don't listen to any news or anything like that. I didn't have phones back then. Had loud music. Took me over there. Beat the storm. Fantastic. I get in. All the news coverage is on. It's about the Sandy Hook shooting. And I, like I said, I think it is the worst shooting ever because it was at an elementary school. Some fucking kid whose mom was a teacher there who he went and took her gun, shot her in the face, which is quite personal, then went to the school and opened fire and killed a bunch of elementary school kids. Mm, Sandy Hook was bad, but we always forget about Cleveland Elementary School in Stockton. Patrick Purdy took his AK-47 on the roof and shot up the playground full of children. There wasn't just social media to cover it back in 89 or 90 when it happened. That was awful. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. But it didn't do what Sandy Hook did. 
I'll tell you, I'll say this. Sandy Hook made everybody stop and think for a second. And then, you know, cooler heads kind of prevailed. And then you had the idiots in the world like Alex Jones who said it never happened. Who kept pouring fire on this. <clears throat> and then there was a lawsuit that was allowed to be made. And that's what we're doing today is giving you the update on this. The gun manufacturer Remington, who, by the way, is in bankruptcy right now, that designed the rifle that the shooter used to kill 26 kids, has agreed to pay $73 million to the victims' families. They initially offered families a $33 million settlement in July. They didn't take it. When Sandy Hook families came to see us, it was about nine years ago, blah, 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 blah. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, wait a second. You, you can sue a gun manufacturer? Well, you can sue the insurance company of the gun manufacturer for what's going on. Um. There's a Connecticut law that says that in, in this is what they're citing, is that this gun was marketed to uh, a, a young man who had mental problems somehow. It, it, it's something in that I, I'm trying to find the the law. And I, I have to I have to say that look look. I have a real problem with this, that that there has to be anything paid by the gun manufacturer. It wasn't marketed to him. It was his mother's gun. You see, he broke into his mother's house. Now, his mother trained him with the gun, which, by the way, is her right to do as a parent. And I know that this kid had mental issues and things like that. But they didn't get him locked up, and, and look, that's up to the family. Get somebody locked up if you think they're crazy. He came to her house. He stole her gun. He used her gun. So I'm not sure why Remington would even budge on this. I, 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 I'm quite lost on this, and I'm quite scared. I mean, I get feeling bad and having money to dole out, but dear Jesus, the gun was invented hundreds of years before this and used billions of times without incident. Why the gun company? Just because they have money? Ogre says the media has been calling this a ruling against Remington, which that's not exactly true, but it reached a verdict on real trial. Remington just folded and wanted to avoid any more problems in the short term. And, but, see, this is, this is the thing, though. Is, is, it sets a precedent. That a gun company's insurance company is paying this. Uh, let's see, if Remington or other some big company went under corporate nature, abhors a vacuum, some other startup, whoever filled the gap, even if gun manufacturers have insurance and the rates go up, therefore guns go up, there will always be guns for sale. It'll never stop gun murders because, well, humanity. You're absolutely right. Look, look. All the gun laws do is par- they, they punish legal gun owners. This kid wasn't even a legal gun owner. His mother was. And he went to her house and he killed her. 
I am trying not, I, I am doing my, my very best right now to not besmirch the, the memory of those innocent children that were gunned down for no reason whatsoever. Why not go after the school district for not having a more secure school? You're going to let a kid walk down the school with, with a gun? And what do I say about this stuff all the time? It is a very slippery slope. Let's say that there's a known guy who has a lot of tickets, but he still has his driver's license. But he's a reckless driver. Okay, but they still haven't taken his license. He goes down to the Ford dealership. Well, let's say the Chevy dealership because Ford ain't going to hurt nobody because it's going to be broken down. Um, But let's say he goes down to a Chevy dealership and buys a Chevy. And he's driving around. Whoop, and he kills somebody. Chevy's got to pay. Because they, they shouldn't have sold him that, gut, that that car. Right? Or is it better that it was the roommate of the guy who bought the car? Because the roommate has the bad. He doesn't have a license. But they know he's his roommate. That's the better scenario there. Chevy has to pay. Because the roommate who took the car by force from the person that bought the car, the roommate's driving record is even worse than the guy that bought the car. Chevy's responsibility. Oh, but wait. Wait, there's one other thing. One other thing. There's one thing in there that's called a right. Now, the kid did not have the right to bear that arm. He did not have the right to own that because it wasn't his. He stole it. He is a felon. He stole a gun, then murdered someone, or murdered someone, then stole the gun. There's two felonies right there. Pretty big ones, too. Pretty massive ones. And if he planned it out, it's all premeditated. It's even bigger. Not the gun manufacturer's fault. Yep. Oh, hey, Ogre, you're absolutely right. Look, this is this this is the thing in our country is that it just makes me scratch my head. It's like suing the miniskirt company because you got raped. That too far? No, no, that's not too far at all. That is perfect. For fuck's sake, eleven people were injured in random stabbing spree here in Albuquerque. Could have been easily 11 fatalities or more if the nut job was focused, but no death equals not much coverage by the national media. Now, if a gun was involved, they'd be on that like flies on shit. And then go back to their big media studios protected by armed guards. Uh, I, I, I don't have, uh, Ogre, I don't have this loud enough for you. Correct the mundo! I mean, it, it, 
it, it, it was funny. I saw something that also called people out. All the uh, private flights that left L.A. four or five hours after the Super Bowl. And it says, let's do our best to not leave a carbon footprint. Oh, there were hundreds. There were hundreds of private flights that left the L.A. area four to five hours after the Super Bowl. Man, oh, man, it really makes me believe when Leonardo DiCaprio says that stuff, right? Blah, blah, blah. How dare you? I, see, Greta wasn't at the Super Bowl. Don't you just kind of want to see Greta Thunberg just fucking sell out, though? <laughs> She's an adult. We can talk about her. How great would it be to see her on, like, like, like a Gulf Stream or something up there? Private jet. And, and, and fucking, they're, they're wasting emissions on the side. Smoke's coming out the side. She's got a big old joint that she's smoking. She's drinking on the plane. How great would that be? <laughs> she's pouring oil out the window. Greta watched the game on her bicycle-powered TV built by the professor from Gilligan's Island. I'm waiting for her sex tape with Putin and Z. <laughs> but I'm sorry, after paying $1,000 for my seat at the game, 5 bucks for my water, and $5 for my Doritos, you can bet your ass I'm not flying home coach. If it's available, my ass is flying in my own plane. Yeah, if I got to pay $5 for a bag of Fritos, I'm fucking mad. Oh, oh, Douglas, Douglas, you you, got to hold on. I don't really have a lot of the story. I just have what they're doing to the convoy story. He says, I'm disappointed there was never a freedom convoy at SoFi protesting the mandates. No, they're headed to the other coast. From what I understand, they're headed to the West Coast. Or the East Coast, I'm sorry. They're headed to Washington. But, 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 before that happens, the, uh, where is the story? What do I have it written as? Uh, freedom. Well, that's an easy word to mess in here. Freedom. Where the hell did it go? There it is. Freedom convoy leaders claim nefarious elements. I love that they use the word nefarious. Nefarious is a word we should all use so much more often. It's so much better than bad guys. The convoy leaders claim nefarious elements are planning to plant 2,000 stolen guns on protesters Ottawa, in Ottawa to discredit their movement after Mounties arrested 11 with a cache of firearms in Alberta, eh? Now that's funny. That, that's funny. That, wouldn't that be funny if that's somebody who's actually shipping guns? They're like, yeah, yeah, there's some bad there's some uh, bad seeds up there, eh? On Monday, Mountie sees 15 guns, arrested 11 at a border blockade in Alberta, eh? The, uh, the convoy leaders have declined to address the arrest, cutting off a press conference when asked about it. Hey, I, I'm, look. 
<laughs> There's a law tucked into the Constitution that the word nefarious can only be used by people with mustaches. Damn it! That's why it's not used enough. I just got all bougie right quick, and I don't even know what I'm having a coach feels like. But I guess I can adapt real quick. Uh, look, it, I, I don't know if these guns are stolen or not registered or what. But if you're a truck driver, let me just say, I don't care what you have on board. That is your business and your business alone. If you're, if, you're, if you're doing your job and you're driving, you're getting products from here to there, you're doing God's work, and you feel that you need a sawed-off shotgun to protect you, I say by all means carry a sawed-off shotgun. Now, I know in Canada they're going to have a fucking baby over a day that you have guns. But fuck them. They ain't the ones out there. See, this, this is the thing. You have to turn good people into bad people because they're, the laws are hurting good people. Truck driver is somebody who wants to get his load. All right, don't, don't be nasty. Don't be nasty. They want to get their load from point A to point B. That's all they want to do. And you have, uh, pardon me, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my finger up to my nose to make a mustache. You have nefarious elements out there. There, I did it. I did it. You have these elements out there that are going to use guns that they get illegally to try and hurt the people that are just trying to do their job and just trying to do good. And we're telling the people that are just trying to do good and just trying to do right, Hey, uh, you can't protect yourself. That will make you a bad guy if you protect yourself. What are we telling the world? Go out there and do your job and expect to get raped? Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. Hey, as long as you ain't drunk and you ain't swerving on the roads, I don't care. You guys, you guys are the heartbeat of America. I get mad at you. I curse you, just like everybody else. But I understand you're doing your job. Christopher says, that's a big 10-4 rubber duck. Looks like we got ourselves an armed rebellion. I mean, a convoy. I thought it was common for truck drivers to be armed. They tend to fill their trucks with diesel using cash, and they carry that cash with them. My ex-family owns a larger company in Indiana, and all their drivers are armed for that reason. Yes. Carry a gun or Tommy DeVito and Jimmy the Gent will hijack your truck. Yeah. Kamala had been appointed head of team to stop the convoy. It's called Operation Swallow. <laughs> Where she'll stop the load from reaching its destination. <laughs> oh. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh. Oh, I think that's great. Uh, look, man, in, in, in Canada, well, I can't say anything in Canada because I don't live there. I, I Look, there's a reason I don't live in Canada. I don't like their laws. I, I don't. I like poutine. 
You give me some French fried potatoes, some some cheese curds, and some brown gravy, boy, I could put that shit down. I could take that all the way to fucking Pound Town if I wanted to. But their laws are a little fucking restrictive there. They're a little weird. So I stay on the lower half. And their weather sucks donkey dick. I stay here where we have freedoms. Sorry, not sorry. So whatever Canada wants to do with their laws, they can do. I'm not going to tell people how to. I, I, we hate it when other countries tell us how to live. So, hey, let Canada be Canada, eh? All right. Back to the intro webs we go uh let's see oh i i I found this this is so funny this to me is one of the funniest things i read because if you if you don't see what the problem is then you you're never going to see the correction of it severe critical covid19 cases more likely in vitamin d deficient people Vitamin D, as in dick, as in dildo. One of the best places to get vitamin D. Oh, my gosh. This is the funniest part about COVID. They told everybody to stay inside. Don't go out. Whatever you do, don't go out. So people became vitamin D deficient? Hmm. Isn't that weird that the biggest producer of vitamin D is that glowing ball in the sky? Good thing I take uber amounts of vitamin D every day by necessity. Yes, Yes, I, I, I do too. I over I overuse it. Boy, you think? Yes, almost all COVID deaths were severely vitamin D deficient. So if you're an emo, you gotta watch out for COVID. If you're like me, someone who considers themselves like a sun god, then guess what? You ain't got shit to worry about. So because I've just been living my life all this time, that's why I haven't gotten sick? Damn it, I just thought the Rona didn't like me. Yeah, well, that's the weird part, isn't it? <laughs> like, this is a big breakthrough. No shit. People need sun. Assholes. By the way, nothing, still nothing is being done to address uh, the biggest donkey in the room. Which is this whole Russian scandal. Another source came out yesterday and said the CIA was involved with it as well. That the Democratic Party used government agencies to spy on their own president. 
that is what you call a coup. But once again, no one is reporting it. No one's talking about it. There's a great clip out there. And uh, I'd probably get in trouble if I play it. It, it, it's from a show where, where Jeff Daniels was on this show, and he's he, he plays a, a news anchor, like a national news anchor. And he's asked a question by a girl. Now, I have to find it here. I'm, I, I And I will play the whole thing. I don't care if I get in trouble. You guys know that. Okay, shut up, whore. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jeff Daniels. Uh, Amer- oh, there we go. Okay, so is this part country in the world? Sure used to be. We stood up for what was right. Let's talk about fine. Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Okay, let's see. We stood up for what was right. Hold on a second, let's see. Let's talk about fine. Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for the ones. It doesn't cost money. The ones in the world who have freedom. Let me find. There is absolutely no evidence to support that. Okay, here we go. All right. All right, so let me let me plug this in, and I'm going to play this for you. Newsroom, that's the show. All right, here we go. Seven sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you. Uh, Hi. Okay. Let's talk about fine. The, Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of her paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it anytime he wants. It doesn't cost money. It costs votes. It costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? Hey. And with a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is... There is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're 7th in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality. Hey, and we stood up for what was right. Let's see. Hold on a second. Let's talk about fine. There is absolutely no evidence to go. support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. Sure used to be. We stood up for what was right. We fought for moral reasons. We passed laws, struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. We sacrificed. We cared about our neighbors. We put our money where our mouths were, and we never beat our chest. We built great big things made ungodly technological advances, explored the universe, cured diseases, and we cultivated the world's greatest artists and the world's greatest economy. We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election, and we didn't, we didn't scare so easy. <clears throat> we were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. There, there you go. There you go. Now, that was from a show called Newsroom. I missed that show because that show was fantastic. And that show is at least 10 years old. At least 10 years old. 
Look how far in advance it was, that show alone on its own right there. Saying those things. Now, a lot of those things happened before social media. That show was right at the beginning of social media. Ben Franklin said our system was the worst in the world if you don't count every other system. <laughs> um, but it, it, it amazes me that we, we can be that country again. And there's just one thing, it, and he said it early on, we didn't, we didn't get hurt so easy. Our little feelings didn't get hurt so easy. A prime example is the story I just did out of the University of Nevada. Kids shouldn't be out protesting right now because they want to wear a mask. If they want to wear a mask, go ahead. The mask mandate was a terrible idea. It didn't save anybody. I, 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 I will go to my grave saying that the mask never saved anybody. Okay? I, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted that people want to cancel other people out because, well, they don't want to wear a mask. You can wear a mask. It's okay. Now, are people going to judge you? Yes, because now you're, you're trying to take away something that is just in our human DNA. It just is. Everybody will say, well, we don't ju- I don't judge. Uh, let, let, I'll just be the honest one today and say I judge like a motherfucker. Oh, I do. I judge for me. I look at somebody and I judge them up and down and say, and the reason why I'm judging them is to see if I want to let them into my circle. Absolutely, positively, 100%, I am judging you. Yes. And by the way, you should be judging me as well. You should be judging everyone that comes into your life. Now, once they make it into your circle, your judgments then can can stop or you can continue, kind of. But you've allowed that person in. So everything that that person has done that you've judged when you let them in, you cannot use any of that against them. If they do something in the future that you don't agree with, then you can use that to judge them to get them out of your life. But let's say let's say that you allowed someone in your life that cheated on their, their, their other half. Now, you can't use that against her or him because you allowed them in. Now, if they'd never cheated before and then all of a sudden they cheated, that's the new thing. And you can go, oh, okay, well, I don't want to have cheaters in my life. Bloop, gone. It's okay to judge. This is my point. It's okay to judge. It's fine to judge. You need to judge to save your own life. It's instinctual. And now people are mad because people are judging them. Because if I were to be at the University of Nevada and walk by somebody who had a mask on, I'd think to myself, wow, what a fucking idiot. And I would think that to myself. I wouldn't say it out loud. Maybe not unless they said something to me. But I would think to myself, this is a person that will not be in my lifeboat. Because, well, look at him.
I would rather you punch me in the face than misgender me. Our feelings didn't get hurt as easy, LMAO. Those were fucking days. People these days are fucking spineless and think words are violence. They absolutely do. They, Douglas, Douglas, I want to take it one step further. Thoughts are violence now. Oh, I, I, no, 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 no. You didn't mishear me. Thoughts are violence now. Yeah, my mother used to tell me, use your best judgment when I was growing up. Now people are like, who are you to judge me? Oh, someone would say that to me. I'd say, I'm Arnie Roy States. Nice to meet you. Going to see if I'm going to let you into my, in, in, into my circle. And let me just let, let me let you in on something real quick. You're not doing real good to start. By the way, by the way, let me let me let me stop everybody and let me just say I know people judge me. I know people are judging me when I go out in public. I I know that a hundred percent. They see me and they think, first of all, what a fat loser. Okay. Wow, he dresses like he's 12. Okay, all right, whatever. I don't care. If you want to judge me like that and then get to know me, fine. But it doesn't sound like you want me in your circle. And that's fine, because if you don't want me there, I don't want to be there. It's your circle. Enjoy your circle. I'm not saying my circle is better. I'm not saying yours is worse or yours is better. Your circle is your circle. My circle is my circle. Leave me alone. You didn't want me in yours. Hey, more power to you. But see, we don't live in that world anymore. We don't. We have to. We have to uh, let everybody in. We have to say everything is is good. We can't disagree with one another because if we disagree with one another, that means we hate one another, and we want to see bad things happen to that person because that's exactly what that means. By the way, I'm glad someone finally addressed this. Senator Blackburn accuses the Department of Homeland Security of policing speech thoughts of Americans through anti-terrorism bulletin. You know, like if you said that you disagreed with the presidential election of 2020, that the Department of Homeland Security might investigate you. But you can say that you already disagree with the outcome of the 2022 uh, uh, election and Homeland Security thinks you're okay. Interesting. God damn you, that's so true with all these thought police. I swear they don't want people to be real and express their different thinking. They all walk around with facade signaling and their fake virtues that they actually don't believe in. No, they don't. They don't. I'm not some great free thinker. I, I, I'm a big, fat redneck from Texas. That's all I am, okay? And that's all I ever claim to be. I don't claim to be smart. I, I just claim to be real, and I'm, I'm going to talk to you really. It's okay to disagree with one another. That's not going to start a war. Like, everybody think, when did this everybody has to get along come along? I, I, I honestly don't know. 
Was it the time of everybody gets a trophy? This is one of my favorite things to say. Boy, I tell you what, man. My parents, I when I was raised, and I know that generations after me, it didn't happen like this. I've heard stories be told that if a kid has a birthday party, they have to invite the entire class. Well, there were kids in my first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh grade. By about ninth grade, I didn't get birthday parties anymore. I didn't want the whole class coming. If 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 Buffy showed up, this dude named Buffy. His name was Nazzy, but everybody called him Buffy. I didn't want Buffy at my party. You know why? Because I didn't like Buffy. And Buffy didn't like me. And I would imagine that Buffy wouldn't want to invite me to his birthday party because he didn't like me and I didn't like him. But in today's world, you have to invite all the kids. So let's take little Arnie Jr. back to then, back when Buffy was a little kid too, instead of the scumbag he probably is now. <laughs> Couldn't wait to get that dig in there. And I'm having my birthday party, and it's all great and all fun. And all of a sudden, Buffy showed up. I look at my parents like, what? You sold me out. Why is this kid here? This is my day. And you, 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 you invite my nemesis? Yes, I, I spoke quite big in, in first grade. No. This whole we all got to get along. I understood what, we, we've taken the immortal words of Rodney King. Can't we all just get along? We, we've used them to where we all have to get along. We can get along with not getting along. The Rock is so fucking fake, endorsing a houseplant for POTUS. <laughs> Then throwing Joe Rogan under the bus, I get it. Though he doesn't want to lose out on millions of dollars every year, so he panders to the woke. So disappointing. The the rock I'm doing it I'm doing something that's so hard for me to do is that I am I am staying away from Dwayne Johnson and just having fond memories of the rock back when wrestling was great. Um I, I don't know what's happened to that guy. You, you know, the the funny thing is we haven't heard from him. Which I, and I was very surprised to see him before the Super Bowl. I was very, very surprised. I tell you what, this guy's got some cachet out in Hollywood to keep that before the Super Bowl thing where he announced both teams. And that was pretty cool because that was the old rock days. This ain't the new Dwayne days. Because he supported Joe Rogan. And then the tape thing came out. Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, we have another beautiful example of, of publicly tearing down a human being coming up in just a little bit. Oh, my God, has it gotten so bad on this show. I've stopped watching. I just, I just read the news stories now. Okay, but The Rock then says, no, I would never go on a show like that. Joe Rogan, blah, 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 blah. And then an hour after that, it resurfaced some really, really negative things that he said about transgenders and doing a Chinese accent. 
we ain't heard nothing. Interesting, isn't it? I'll tell you what happened to the rock money. He got successful and only cares about continuing his success and wealth and will sway the public wind to assume his movies are still marketable. Yeah. But he's also non-white, so they can get away with a lot. That is true. Mm. Oh, I hate. When the rock changed tones on Rogan and implied that uh, Rogan was a racist, all those muscles without a spine. Yeah, I, it, well, and the bad thing is that one day later, he's outed as a racist. Because remember, remember, hey, let's not forget. Let, hey, oh, let's just go back like six months ago. I mean, I, I, I mean, have we all forgot? Whoa, 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 whoa. See, this is why I hear, I'm here to do the show. I remember all this stupid shit. Do we not remember the, the humongous p- campaign that went on against anti-Asian violence? Remember that? Remember that? The shoot-up that happened in Atlanta, and then all of a sudden there was all this anti-Asian crime? Well, here's The Rock doing anti-Asian stuff. Have we already forgotten about that? Boy, that seems a little racist. Isn't it interesting? I just like pointing out this stuff to show you how the protected are protected. If you don't think that the rock is protected, you better wake up. Speaking of someone else who is protected and I didn't I didn't really realize it, but okay, I guess she is. Guess who showed back up on the view yesterday? That's right, Whoopi Goldberg. Came back to the view. Now, I thought she was suspended for two weeks. They say, has it been two weeks? She was suspended for saying that that the Holocaust had nothing to do with race. Well, wouldn't you know that Whoopi, doggone it, went and stepped in it yet again. Hey, now, you know, Congressman uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez sat down for an interview with the... By the way, that's cultural appropriation. Did you hear what she just did? That's racist. Ocasio-Cortez sat down for an interview with the New Yorker where she warned about the nationwide assault on voting rights and the rise of white nationalism, and she was asked to clarify her statement where she thinks America could be headed. Take a look. You used a phrase earlier... In the midst of this, if we have a democracy 10 years from now, mm-hmm. do you think we won't? I think there's a very real risk that we will not. You're an idiot. I think what we risk is having a, a, a government that she just sounds perhaps dumb. postures as a democracy and may try to pretend that it is, but isn't. Hmm. What do you think? Words. Look, I have a Pollyannish um, idea of America, mm-hmm. having fled Nicaragua, where there Nicaragua. is a democratic government, where there is... All right, well, th- anyway, Whoopi, she says since Donald Trump... Let, let's see, can I, can I see Whoopi doing any, any of this in here? 
Let's see if Whoopi takes it home. Oh, here we go. Here, here we go, girl. All right, play. That to keep pushing through, that democracy well, is strong. Well, I gotta, I gotta say that, the, you know, I, I told you all this when you know who got elected. Do you remember I said yeah. it feels like we could be tipping towards the way the Taliban deals with stuff? Do you remember what you said to me? I wouldn't. Since Donald Trump, we have a Taliban mentality. Now, now stop me if if I'm wrong. If we had a Taliban mentality, the city of San Francisco, pretty much all the men would be hanging, right? Because the Taliban hangs gays. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, if, if we had a Taliban mentality, then all those women on The View would have acid thrown on their face or they'd be covered up because they can't show their face in public. Right? I mean, that's a Taliban mentality. See, these people, these people that are on these talk shows, they, they throw these words around like they don't matter. But they do matter. Words matter. And if you do any kind of talk show, any kind of stand-up comedy, you understand how words matter. When you say we have a Taliban mentality, what does that mean? What does that mean? Do we have suicide bombers around us? Is that happening all the time now in America under Donald Trump? Do we have a lot of suicide bombers? Just wondering. Four of the six witches that pastor was looking for on The View. <laughs> All I heard was blah, blah, blah. I'm a fucking retard. Dumbass bitch, we don't have a democracy right now. Never did. We are a representative republic with a democratic election. Yes. Look. I, 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 I'm tired of these people. They're just trying to destroy us from within and without and... And the, the big thing about Jeff Daniels' speech, the reason why I played that is because he called out the truth tellers. He called out the media. Those people that he, ta- he was talking about, those men that used to report the truth, people like Walter Cronkite, people who came to uh, Edward R. Murrow, these people, they wanted the truth about what was happening in the world. That was the media. They would ask the questions we didn't want to hear, that that we were too afraid to ask. They weren't. And then something happened. Something happened, and they found out that if they told a different story, they could make more money. Because, see, the truth doesn't pay. That's what they found out, that the news industry could make money, but they couldn't be the same old news industry. That's when they started to eh, maybe not do as much research into the story, or maybe they would give their own opinions on the story. People like that because, man, they welcome these nice news anchors into their house each and every night. And you know what? I want to know more about him and what he or she believes in. 
because I like the cut of their jib. And see, back then when we found out, oh, he's an alcoholic who abuses women. Well, we don't like him anymore. We're going to get rid of him. We could get rid of them. But now we hear he's an alcoholic, and, and we all fall down and go, oh, my God, he's in recovery. Thank God. He used to beat his wife. Well, he's not doing that anymore, so we got to give him a second and third chance. Fuck the world that we live in. Let's go back to the old world. We find out you're a, a, a boozeaholic who's a, a woman beater. Guess what? You ain't getting back on TV, son. I want to go back to America when we had a little bit more bite to us. Not necessarily the Wild West, but we had more bite to us. But for example, for just a little example here for you. Oh, shit, did I lose the example in my head? I took too big of a pause. Shit. Oh, gosh, we used to punish people in such great ways. And I just had a great way. And I, oh, gosh. We had public hangings. I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm quite all right with that. Let's do that. Let, let's, let, let's bring back some bite to us. Let's not have to be so nice around one another. I'm so mad at myself right now. The origins of newspapers in America always involve bias and try to sway opinions, but national media, once it got going, was much more center line. That was until 24-hour news cycle and the Internet, and it made it traditional news, media harder to reach dedicated viewers. It has been snowballing in more ways than one into a monster we dread today. Yes, it is. It truly is. You can't... There is nobody that, and, and, and it's because they've allowed themselves. I think another part of that is is the 24-hour cycle. It made these people into big celebrities. It did. You think about it. I mean, we pay news anchors millions upon millions of dollars a year to be on TV to report what they think are the facts. They're celebrities. That's all it is. They're celebrities that can act. They can read a teleprompter really well and give you a great idea, but they can't act. We've all seen that when they make their little cameos on actual shows with actors. They're terrible at it. But that's what we revere them as. We've turned them into that. We've turned the office of president into the number one celebrity in America. And just shake your head. You you, you have to. Because if you don't shake your head at it, you'll get mad. You'll get so mad. We allow things to happen like this. Uh, beat our brains in with democracy. We are not. Yeah. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's landlord. Oh, wait, no, no. So this is the landlord of a Manhattan ad creator who was stabbed 40 times by an out-on-bail crook slams the progressive for claiming that New York City crime wave is down uh, is down to withdrawing child tax credit. 
So she came out. Alexandria Ocasio, of course, said, of course the crime rate is up because you've taken the child tax credit away. These people are looking to make money any way they can, and you've taken this credit away from them. They're stealing baby formula. I'm not making this up. That's what she said. They're stealing baby formula. This, this is, this shows just how out of touch she is. Baby formula is stolen all over the country at massive amounts. You have to buy baby formula where the old tobacco counter was now. I, I, And to say that, that the crime rate is going up because people need formula. Well, so the out-on-bail crook who stabbed somebody 40 times was stabbing them so he could go and get baby formula. That's what you're saying. In a nutshell. Maybe not formula per se, but stealing something for a child. It also hurt us that once upon a time the news was the main event. Now with cable news and pundits, news has taken a back seat to the personalities involved. Yep. Um, let's see. News has opinions that people have eaten up and amped it by creating members-only echo chambers of homogenous thought, just like on universities and campuses. Yep. So, yeah. So, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez just showed how stupid she actually is. Oh, man. Jesus. What's this? Uh, let's see. Is California getting rid of their, their furnaces, their water heaters, and their dryers and stoves? The headline is, How Household Appliances Are Polluting Air in California. Just stop. Just stop it. I, you know what? Thank you, Brady Kid, for sending me that. But just stop. No, I, I, I can't do that. I, I just can't do that shit anymore. Democrats run, ruin their city, rise in crime. Uh, they paint them as victim of a racist country. When are the hood rats going to wake up? Oh, that, that, look, look. People will realize. I don't know how long it's going to take. They, they have to wake up though, because they, we are literally in the movie Idiocracy right now. Literally, we are in that movie. I'm going to do this story and we'll take a break and then I'm going to lose my mind on something. There's another character assassination that's happening right in front of us and nobody's calling it out. And I think it's disgusting as shit. Um, the Jamaican bobsled team... <laughs> Uh, they, they embraced their, their role and they looked into Cool Runnings film and they finished last in the two-man Olympic event but have a chance to redeem themselves in the first appearance in the four-man sled since 1998. The Jamaican bobsledders, they're at it again. 
Those wild and crazy Jamaicans. Oh, Jamaican me crazy. Come on. The Democrats don't look when their policies fail. My buddy who voted for Joe Biden told me he stopped paying attention to the news. Like, dude, this is what you voted for. Oh, I look, hey, Mike D. Oh, Douglas, Douglas, come on. That, that That's always going to be theirs. That's always going to be the reason. Oh, I stopped watching it. Oh, oh, really? You stopped watching why? Because you feel so guilty for what you did to us? By fucking us in the arse? Uh, all right, we'll take a break now. Let's uh, let's not all forget what the top of the show was all about today. That's right. There is a rumor going around that the headline, the 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 the, the main event for WrestleMania will be Brock Lesnar versus. Oh, I, I no, 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 we don't need that. No, no, no. I believe, is this true? Is this true? We have him on the line. Okay, Stone Cold Steve Austin is on the line. He's, he's only got a couple seconds. What will you do to Brock Lesnar? I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. There he is right there. There's the official quote. There's the official quote. If it happens, that's what you can expect to happen, my friends. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
breeze.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. This is pretty awesome here. Hang down, Genesis. Hey, ass family. I wanted to thank you for all the encouragement to get out there and apply early for jobs. I had my first interview via Zoom on Monday and it went well. Well, I can't say I'm going to get the specific job. Who wants to wait six months to hire when they need someone now? Can say that when the timing is right, I'm going to nail a job out there easily. What a relief. And without your support and encouragement to start now, I would have had that uh, confidence to do that. So thank you all. Well, that is awesome, Jen. You're the one who did all the hard work. Fantastic. Congratulations. And, yes, Ogre says, you can do it. Um, now, I've been documenting, well, not really documenting. I've talked about a couple episodes I've watched of this this documentary, quote-unquote documentary on Playboy they've been doing. Because I, I, I look at Playboy as one of the those publications in our lifetime. It, it, Playboy was a, an event upon itself. Every boy, and, and I mean everyone, even the ones that turned into fruits, Every boy couldn't wait to see their first Playboy. Every single one. Because it was Playboy growing up. It was something we weren't supposed to have. We didn't we didn't care that it was naked girls or or comedians using the or print using the F word in, in articles. It was forbidden, and that's why we wanted it so much. We didn't know what we had when we first got it. So, Playboy is, is is its own unique character that's out there. And there's been this documentary on it lately that has just been... I've never seen such a, an amazingly long character assassination as we have. But this week, they, they we're, we're only a couple weeks away from it getting real bad. But I think it, it did it this week. Hugh Hefner's ex-girlfriend, Sandra Theodore, who I don't know, she was with him between 76 and 81. Okay. Opened up about the trauma she endured at the Playboy Mansion. She said Hefner was a monster who was addicted to sex and would stop at nothing to get aroused. Now, let, let, let's look at that statement, shall we? We could look at it with today's eyes saying, oh, he suffers from sexual addiction. We need to paint the world a pretty place for him. Or since he's a, a white guy, we're going to make him the bad guy. By the way, what... what? <sighs> What did you think was going to happen? You're dating the guy who runs Playboy. And in the 70s, Playboy was about as dirty as it got until, thank God, Larry Flint came around. What, what, what did you think? Did you think that they were making flapjacks and fucking dreams come true at the Playboy Mansion? No. No, you can't be that naive. Come on. 
See, I, I, there's, na- there's naivete, and then there's just plain lying. Theodore then alleged that he would force her to sleep with other men and women while he recorded it. All right, so he's into freaky-deaky shit. Now, were you held there at gunpoint? Were you chained to the bed to do this? I'm just wondering, just questions. She then goes on to say, so, so now she's alleging that, that he is just using her as a sex toy to assassinate his character just a little bit more. But, uh, oh, they can get so much worse because she claims he was into bestiality and snuff films. Now, if you are naive and you do not know what either of those are, please let me explain the difference. And yes, I'm a sick, depraved individual because I know the difference between those. Bestiality means he was enjoying watching people either fuck or get fucked by animals. Theodore said her breaking point was when Hefner began talking about getting sexual pleasure from watching snuff films, which are first-person videos of people committing actual homicides. What kind of mind goes so far to say it takes to killing somebody to get him excited for the big release? By the way, by the way, a snuff film, if you watch a snuff film, you are actually assisting in a murder. Yes, because you're, you're condoning it and you're watching it. You are actually, a, you are a part of the murder case now. And I really don't know, I, I, I don't know what Hugh Hefner's weird fetishes were, but if that was one of them, then we need to investigate. But to just come out and say it without having proof, Yeah, he was into snuff films. You're calling him a murderer. Ogre says, I can't believe Playboy was about fucking. I also can't believe I walked around Harlem in the 70s with my money flying out of my pockets and somebody had the gale to mug me. Just because he has a horse face doesn't mean he's into bestiality. I wonder if Hillary starred in the snuff films, gave her acting chops to become a politician we all know and love. Real snuff films? So the rumors I, I heard back in the day are true? They used to say the rich and famous would pay big money for that fo- uh, footage, and uh, they can fap to it. Yeah. <laughs> the bestiality film was actually a porn starring Mackenzie Phillips. Oh, that poor ugly gal. No, I mean, I mean uh, look, I don't know for a fact if snuff films are, are, are real. And, and by the way, I never want to find out. But you don't think they would? Look, I, I've heard all the weird stories about the rich and famous and their, their weird cult-like get-togethers and shit like that. And I, look, 
If that's what they're into, that's what. Fuck them. I, I'll never be a part of it. Footage. Um, look, look. It, it, they're into some weird paganist ritual where they want to do. They, if I get invited to that, you goddamn right, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to get my ass killed. But I'm going to be talking about it and be like, hey, man, I had to go watch this lady get eaten by an anaconda. And I don't want none. Yeah, don't, yeah, whatever you do, don't Google it either. They can track your internet and you Google snuff film. I'm in Copenhagen. Uh, all my redneck friends will get that one. But just to come out and say it, and, and by the way, way to go docuseries. To not say, well, do you have proof that, that he watched bestiality and snuff films? Because that's quite, now see, see, we're, we're, we're only a week or so away. We, we know that he rapes women, right? Now he, 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 he jacks off to women getting killed. Will it be next week's episode that he is then a pedophile? I mean, this is this is Joe Rogan 2.0 right now happening. Oh, he's a quack for his COVID beliefs. Well, he's a racist. That's the one thing that I've watched this about is that they are going out of their way to make sure that they do not call him a racist. Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner, he was not a racist, but he liked to fuck pigs. Next week's episode, Hefner cuts off the do not remove tags off furniture. I mean, seriously. When we started dating in the 70s, Hefner was fascinated and obsessed with Charles Manson. So were about fucking a million other people. Maybe not a million, but. Right, did, did he join the cult? Oh, he didn't. Oh, okay, well, there you go. Thank you. You know, look, look, I'm not here to say what Hugh Hefner did with Playboy was right or wrong. He did what he did. You make your own judgments. Okay, it, look, honestly, you make your own judgments on it, I, and I can live with my judgments on you, Hefner. You don't have to try to claim that he's into bestiality. Look, you, Hefner's not a guy I would ever hang out with. You, Hefner, was creepy. The motherfucker wore pajamas everywhere. That meant he had some sort of fucking dementia, doesn't it? He's just wearing pajamas. And these business establishments I'll let him do that. That's one reason why I do not like you, Hefner. Can you imagine if I went everywhere in nothing but pajamas? I would probably get kicked out of a lot of places. I showed up to Caesars and wanted to play the $1,000 table, and I'm wearing pajamas. They're kicking me out. That's what I got to say is bullshit. Yeah, the man got fair and naked in front of a camera. He's a he's an American saint. You're goddamn right. 
We got to see them erase her nipples for the first time, and our lives changed. That poster in the red one piece wasn't doing it anymore. We got to see some nakedness. God bless Farrah Fawcett. I mean, who are they trying to get? Like, there are a lot of people out there that didn't like you, Hefner, and they called him a pornographer. Hated him from the get-go. Done. Middle America might not really care what he's doing, but, man, he's a rich guy, so fuck him. Are they going after me? You know, the people that liked you, Hefner, that, that, that respected what he did? He, 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 he turned something naughty into a fucking juggernaut? He's the ultimate shock jock. Going after me, trying to say the bestiality, that'll be it. Well, swing again. Swing and a miss. I still like you, Hefter. I can see Hugh getting bored with normal sex, so he had to mix it up a bit. Well, come on, pajamas are only fucking comfy. If you got the money to get away with it, fucking A, more power to him. Yep, see, he didn't care. I think that's the one the the one thing about you after because he was creepy. The one thing I'll give him, that motherfucker had confidence, and I'm sure he had more than that. He was brash, probably is my, but at least he had confidence. But hey, you know. And now, I, now it makes sense. The first episode, I'm laughing right now because I'm thinking about when they talked about the Playboy clubs. And millions of rapes happened in those clubs, even though they were never shut down until they had to. Uh, but they went out of their way to show how much he would employ black bunnies. How he was so not a racist. I, I, I find it, it funny in this docuseries that they've gone out of their way to show what kind of man he was in the 50s and 60s to open his doors to not only black patrons but black bunnies and things like that, and then just eviscerate him on the other side. Why not just do it all? Why are you giving him any redeeming qualities? Well, look, you Hefter like to fuck goats and film it and then tie me up and have other goats fuck me. But I tell you one thing, he did not mind black people. He was a white Martin Luther King. He had money which buys power, which equates to enough power to give no fucks which comes off as confident, at least in my opinion. But I bet on the inside, he was an insecure little man. This is what I believe you Hefner had. You Hefner had an idea about this men's magazine, and he wanted to show that he wasn't scared to pull it off by putting naked pictures of women in magazines, something that said they, that you couldn't do. And he did it. So then he's the kind of guy who says, well, if you can't do this, you have to do that. And that is his main insecurity, is failure. 
And a lot of people, a lot of people, the main insecurity is failure. So he would do things that accomplish things. The whole race thing. He felt that he accomplished something with that. But then I think he started to like the lifestyle and he got lazy instead of doing the hard work. We've all seen the video clips and things of you Hefner bragging about how much video equipment is in the Playboy Mansion. You Hefner would have these parties. He had a magazine. He had a magazine that was revered. Lots of people actually did read the magazine for the articles. So it was actual, I don't want to say journalism, but it was journalism. All these cameras and all these parties he threw. The only people that got to go to these parties were rich and famous and powerful people. Did I mention all the video equipment and camera equipment that they had at the Playboy Mansion? Did I mention any of that? These, these men, these powerful men, go to the Playboy Mansion. They're not taking their wives or their girlfriends. No. Maybe they're hooking up with a bunny. Maybe they're doing something they're not supposed to do. They're being men. And lo and behold, you have this insecure little man who comes around, and now maybe he's got some photographs. I'm not saying he's ever done this, but we've all seen enough movies. We've all seen enough things. I used to jerk off to the 20 questions section. Yeah, because it was attached usually. Well, no, no, it wasn't attached to the centerfold. Um, but he has something to hold over them now. Now, if that equates to money or if it equates to power, he has something over them. He has a power over them. Because they gave in to their... He's a guy, he's, he is the walking devil, if you will. He will give in to all your desires, but you will pay dearly for him. And I think that's how you Hefner got so big and so powerful. Because, I mean, look, look, the magazine wasn't dirty. You didn't buy this if you wanted to spank it. Playboy was Playboy. I mean, you read the articles. If there's somebody you liked in that month, yeah. And you might give a once-over to all the naked pictures. But it, it, look, look, look. This is the thing. It, and this is humankind. We, we, we move on. We, we want more. I want more than just a girl posing on a bearskin rug. Maybe I want the bear to come to life and it's taking her from behind. I don't know. I don't know what kind of mood I'm in that day. But nobody bought Playboy to jerk off to. Nobody. Nobody in double-digit age. How's that? (laughs) You know what used to give me confidence? Buying Playboy at Tower Magazine. Rung up by some emo man-hating chick with metal shit in her face and inside. She wanted to read me the man-hating riot act, but her paycheck was more important. Oh, amen. Amen. I remember we did a bit one time. 
this is old, old school. This is before, this is when there was only two of us on the show. And it was the day that Walmart came out. And this is before Walmart was a major conglomerate and was in every fucking other city in America. This is when Walmart was still on, like, Kmart level. Like, Walmart was kind of like, a little bit better but than Kmart. We, we all had our things, right? We all, we all knew this. Like, Target was the best of the discount stores. Target was like Neiman Marcus. And then, then, then you went down from Neiman Marcus to, like, to Macy's. Macy's was maybe Walmart. And Kmart was like below that. I mean, Kmart was like, you know, Payless shoe stores. So we went to Walmart because they quit selling Playboy magazines. Or, Or that was the day. So what we did was we went to the Tower Records in Reno. And that's where I first met Chris Payne. First time I ever saw him. Never met him. The station had been on for a little while. He was very bitter because he didn't get the job there when it first started. Because he interviewed very poorly. So he was a a little abrasive to me, but I didn't care because I knew who he was. And I thought, what an idiot. Went into his job interview and said, you guys need me. And we're like, yep, see ya. But, uh. We bought this big stack of Playboy magazines. We bought all the Tower magazines, Playboys, and we went to Walmart ma- parking lot, and we just passed them out. Hey, you need your Playboy today? So uh, that was one of those wacky, wild radio stunts we did way, 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 way back. Fuck them all. At least Kmart had a cafe. <laughs> Kmart. Yeah, but, but you have to look, look. You Hefner gave this to us, and then other people ran with it. Uh-oh, Douglas just sent me a story. Did you see this? Seattle's public has become unusable due to clouds of meth and fentanyl. Is that real? Is, is, is this for real that Seattle's public transit is clogged down now with Clouds of meth and fentanyl. <laughs> See, sales transit has become unusable after reports of toxic fentanyl and meth smoke, volatile behavior in dangerous work environments, which has scared off travelers. Oh. King County Metro Transit workers filed 398 security incidents regarding drug use in 2021 compared to 73 in 2020 and 44 in 2019. All right, so if you're visiting Seattle anytime soon, do not go on their massive transit. That's fantastic. Now, this next story... I I see this story and I think to myself, okay, is this good or is this bad? Like I, I, I'm I'm honestly 
I I don't I do not know where to stand on this. San Francisco cops used DNA from a sexual assault victim's rape kit to tie her into an unrelated property crime. Now, is this normal? Like, I, like is this something that's normal that police normally do? So a gal gets the worst thing that can happen done to her. She gets raped. Sexual assault victim. And they run her DNA and it pops for another crime. <laughs> the only time we go on that train is at high noon. Yes, I exit the building after that terrible joke. Good night, folks. Don't forget to tip the staff. Hangtown Jen says, oh, I don't know where to stand on this one. Yeah, welcome to my dilemma. This is one of those stories where you go, well, as somebody who has had, uh, uh, this, is like, uh, this is a property crime, so a burglary maybe, as somebody who's been burglarized, yeah, if they left their DNA on, on my crime scene, and they get caught, well, fucking A, it's about time. But man, did you have to get the DNA that way? <laughs> I mean, there was no other way to get it. I was just saying to Mike the other day, how come every single person that dies not run for DNA and fingerprints. Let's just find out if they died with secrets like being a serial killer. But this this seems wrong, but then again, right. I mean, whoops-a-daisy. They accidentally found it out. I mean, the, maybe you thought the, 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 the time, the statute of limitations had run up. Uh, yes, Ola, you're on the air. You just call me Olaf, so now I'm like snowman? Yes. Um, I'm okay with this because she did a crime, and those victims want to be their person punished, so it's okay for her to commit a crime and not get caught, but yet she wants her rapist caught. I mean, you do the crime, you do the time. Whether you get raped or not, I mean, that sucks, but that's just a hard-ass. Yeah, look, you're, you're, you're absolutely right, but... When do, okay, so here, here's the question. I'll ask you the question. When do you arrest her? I arrest her while her legs are spread open on the table. Wow. Okay. But, All right. I mean, this is how this is how that that dude in Orangeville got caught. You know, somebody to do one of those little twenty three Me DNA things and they run DNA against all that stuff. All yeah, the time. but but that that's different. That was a lucky catch. That was a lucky but catch. This that, is this no, is that was just a lucky catch of a high profile rapist thing. They run they run DNA against those things all the time for petty stuff. Man, but geez, after a rape? Yikes. Hey. Should, all right. should be wearing that hookerish looking outfit, you wouldn't get raped. <laughs> all right, Bye. go back to work. Uh man. 
kind of funny how I used to be for the legalization for all drugs, and we're seeing what it would look like with these woke cities, and fuck opinion has become quite more conservative on this topic because I don't want all drugs legal now. Either she's charged now or they don't charge her rapist. Mm. At least she knows what she's in for. You know, as cool as it sounds, I agree with Braddy. She committed the crime, but perhaps during a rape trial, it's not mentioned her prior record because that's going to look bad in any case. Yeah. Look, man, you, you got to. I mean, I look, I could do it as a cop. I don't know if I could do it without laughing. I think it, I think it would be hilarious. And I know that's wrong. Like, I would be like, you have the right to remain silent. And man, here you are, like two years later, you thought you were going to get away. That pesky old rapist solved this for us. There's like, (laughs) let's say that the rapist, does the rapist get any of the crime solver, like, you know, money? Because he was the one who actually reported her by raping her so she'd get a DNA test and we found out who she was. So, in essence, what we're saying is that the rapist is kind of a, a, a hero. That's right. You just heard me in such a brilliant fucking way actually make a rapist into a hero. Tell me I'm not good at my job. Man, oh man, I could be arguing in front of the Supreme Court. I I, I could get old, uh, you know, the beer drinker guy to go, you know what, that rapist is a hero. Maybe something really, really personal was stolen in this property crime. Something that's irreplaceable. No, you can't profit off crime, but you can get Crime Stopper money. You know how Crime Stopper has the tips? He gave his ultimate tip, his DNA. He raped her. So he helped solve this missing case of the, the grandmother's diamond ring heist by raping her. He's a hero. What if she was female Hitler? Would you agree to rape her? Oh, I think if Hitler was a female, Hitler would have been raped over and over again. Um, hey, I just think DNA and the advancements in DNA processing has advanced so much, there should be no reason not to use it. We all know not to leave our DNA if we don't want to get caught. Yeah, I don't know why a bunch of bad people are jacking off wherever they go. That's just weird. That's just weird. Like, like usually when I when when I steal from a grocery store, I don't I, I don't just decide that I need to rub one out right there and leave any kind of indication. And plus, I think I might get caught for that before I would get caught for the shoplifting. So this happened. All right. So now I I know where we stand on it. We we stand that if it's a rapist, they're a hero. By the way, speaking of hero rapists, let's talk about how Prince Andrew reached a settlement. Wow, that's weird. Man, oh, man. 
now reached a settlement with sexual abuse accuser Virginia Goofrey. Dodging a potentially embarrassing trial slated for the fall. Quote, we write jointly with counsel for defendant to advise the court that the parties reached a settlement. I want to know, did she get his dukeness? In the interim, the parties request that the court suspend all deadlines and hold the action in abeyance. So, look, look. He's going to end up getting away with it. Did, did we think that the, the, uh, a prince of England was literally going to spend any time in, like, an American jail where he's, you know, where he's getting passed around? He's tossing salads left and right. A, a prince, really, of an ally? No. So there you go. They reached a settlement. She took, and, and look, look. I'm going to say this about the young lady. The victim. Because that's what she was. She is still. She's a victim. If this is what she wants to make it go away, then I say all power to her. I can't blame her for this. I can't blame her for wanting to feed my, wanting to know exactly how bad this guy is. Because this is her story. If she got a million, if she got 50 million, I, I don't care what she got good for her. In her eyes, she got what I'm hoping she found justice in that. We'll see. But, you know, he, he's paid. He's gotten demoted, and he's got all his medals and all his military stuff taken away from him, which, by the way, they'll be giving back to him. Yeah, remember, you heard it here first. You know, Grandma had to take away his mama. Mama had to take that shit away because it was making her jubilee look bad. So they took all the shit away from him and said, hey, you stay over there in the corner. You don't come out. Now what's going to happen is a few years is going to pass. Queen Mama's going to die. Charles is going to be in charge. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just now thought of that. Charles is in charge of England. Oh, my God. Oh, that is so that that is so golden on so many levels. Oh, come on. Let let's find it. There it is right there. Oh, we can we can play this from now on. Let's go. Oh. <laughs>
some memories right there. And that was the first season. I didn't like the, 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 the other one was better when he had the two girls and the boy. Oh, man. Arise, that was brilliant, Arnie. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, God, I hope they play that at his inauguration or his coronation or whatever. Oh, I wish I had British friends. Oh, my God. Oh, dear Lord in heaven. I need to send that to the BBC. Isn't Chachi or something? Uh, Chachi, the the rumor was always that Joni Loves Chachi was the all-time biggest watch show in Korea because Chachi meant wiener. I will go on and say that that story is true, even though I don't think it is. But, hey, it's a great story anyway. Knights is spelled with a K. I forgot how terrible this song was. Oh, Jesus, Arnie. <laughs> that just made the best fucking reference ever. Yeah, it, It's so fantastic. Charles is in charge. Oh, man. Come on. Hey, Peacock. Peacock, if you're listening. You brought back Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? And now it's all serious? How about we bring back a serious Charles in charge when Charles becomes king? Get a modern-day looking, you know, I guess Zac Efron's too old. Do we have anybody in that weird age category yet? Where they're kind of like modelish, sexy? And instead now of the girls having problems at school with their teachers, one of the girls is addicted to heroin. Wait a second, we already have that show. It's called Euphoria. The truth is it was Jenny Piccolo who loved Chachi. Jenny Piccolo was a whore. I love the Tuscadero girls, Pinky and Leather. Oh, you want to go happy days with me? We can go. Damn right. Suck it, millennials and Gen Zs. Yeah, Gen X is the way to be. If you ain't Gen X, we got, we got two words for you. Suck it. Oh, man, Charles in charge. God, that's funny. I, I can't believe I didn't think of that before then. Oh, my God. Except you never got to meet Stinky Tuscadero. She was the dirty girl. <laughs> oh, man. Good old happy days. Sunday and Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Uh, good old Elon Musk. <laughs> this guy just make he cracks me up, man. This guy is, we're going to let this, he is going to become a Bond villain very, very soon, if he hasn't started already. His company last week that's trying to develop a brain chip, that's right, a chip they stick in your brain. The firm denies any animal cruelty claims. Ooh, I went to elementary school with Nicole Eggert a long time ago. Yeah, oh, Nicole Eggert was so hot on that show. <laughs> Neuralink, the firm set up by Elon Musk to develop a device which connects our brains to computers 
has to, oh, yeah, because that's what we want and need. Dear God, here he is, Bond villain extraordinaire Elon Musk. See, and he fits every criteria of a Bond villain. Super rich. Got it. Check. Foreign. Check. We don't know what foreign he is, but we know he's foreign and we can barely understand him. Check. Abnormality. You know, like some bad guys have eye patches or a big scar on their face. He's autistic. Check. He fits every box. And now he wants to insert chips in our brains that, com- that, that, that hook us to computers? He's the ultimate Bond villain. Dude, Elon Musk is just doing everything I wish I could do with the money. Getting off this planet and leaving supercomputer chip monkeys and apes to rise up and slaughter the human race. This man is my hero. And I bet that all the cars are fucking Transformers, too. Google says he's from South Africa. So there you go. He's South African. He's foreign. Weird accent. Abnormality. Super rich. Oh, and he wants to put chips in people's brains. The Primate Research Center, part of the University of California, says the complaint was filed last week that it it related to invasive and uh, deadly brain experiments conducted on 23 monkeys. Has no one, hey, hey, real world. Has no one seen Planet of the Apes? I do not want a grown chimpanzee running down the street that has the the knowledge of Sanzu's The Art of War. That frightens me. That's the shit that keeps me up at night. That is why I shit blood. That's what I want to see on the news as I'm getting ready to put the show together. Large groups of chimpanzees were seen running around the greater Sacramento area. Instead of flinging feces, they were actually shooting RPGs. If you don't support Elon Musk, you hate African Americans. <laughs> hey, we, 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 we've seen this. Don't piss off the apes. See, see, because they're still wild, and they'll rip your testicles off. They'll bite your fingers off. Oh man, if I saw a grown chimpanzee walking down the street, I, I am, I, I already realize it's too late. It's too late. There's nowhere I can go except get in a truck and drive over it. Wait, deadly and invasive? The whole point of technology would be for eventual human use. Why in the actual fuck would you think it would be ready to test on a monkey if it's invasive? No human's going to go for that. Invasive brain surgery to implement a computer chip 
that God knows who has access to, yeah, hard pass. Yes, Hangtown Jen, you say hard pass. Younger generation says, I'm next. Man, oh, man. So if the monkeys don't get us, then the computer people will. Because let's say we all got this chip in our brain, right? We're walking around where where everybody's getting along and something. And some catastrophe happens on Earth that is outside of our control. You know, like Mother Nature having a tornado and shit like that. Uh, Let's say the, the Earth just shuts down everything and pretty much our electrical field goes down. We have no electricity. Do we just all just shut down then? Because we got a, a computer chip in our head? Loud. Oh, man. Imagine getting cut off by a lifted Dodge Ram and out jumps a chimp with road rage. Fuck, fuck that. Man, I've, I've seen that happen, but it was in a, it was in a Ford F-250, and his name was... His name was dog shit. But I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared of that. So there you go. Yeah, Elon Musk, our man of the year. I'm telling you, you got to keep an eye on that guy. That guy is up to no good. In the movie, The Great Outdoors, when Dan Aykroyd lies to him and says, Chet, do you remember what you said? I remember. It cut. And when I get cut, I bleed. You said, and I quote, that Elon Musk is one crooked son of a bitch. If they can hack your social media and bank accounts... (laughs) <laughs> then then uh, you don't think these kids could ch- do hack into your brain? Amen. He literally jumped out of his truck, little man, barely taller than me, lifted it to a good God truck, need a full-size step stool to get in. When the rim is bigger than the guy, the truck is too. <laughs> Reminds me of Dave Coe and his truck. Oh, Dave Coe. Dave Coe, how we miss you. If primates get smarter, they'll learn how to buy potato chips, ribs, and beer. Pretty soon, they'll be watching NASCAR just like the rest of us. They'll get fat and take in social media to get into the flame war with each other. Oh, man. God, thank God half my life is more than over. Then I, I mean... You wouldn't get great stories then like this. So with all the inflation in the world, people not working, people not going to work, Virgin Galactic came out and said, well, we'll be damned. The rich are rich and we're targeting them, so fuck you poor people. Ticket sales are back on for Virgin Galactic. Tickets are a mere 450 thousand dollars telling you right now i just want to show up at the airport or wherever they're launching this from and i want to kick everybody that spends four hundred fifty thousand dollars on this in the nuts i want to kick them all 
Because I'm jealous of what you have? Yes. Because you're wasting $450,000 on the world's greatest carnival ride? It goes up and comes down. Whoop. Remember that when you go to baseball games? Relief pitcher comes in, he throws a pitch. Whoop! Catcher throws it back. That's all this is? Literally, that's all these space travel things are. Oh, I way more technical, but not really. Next time you go to a state fair or a Six Flags, just consider this is the highest ride you'll ever ride. And not a lot of people are going to do it. Are they up there for days or hours? They're up there for minutes. Let's see. Uh, There are 700 future astronauts currently waiting on a list to go up 50 miles above the Earth. So what does that take, like 20 minutes? It's it's like a 20-minute deal. I ain't never putting computer parts in my body. Imagine getting a new iPhone implant, but they have a massive recall because the batteries are randomly catching fire. Yeah, that would be a bad one there. There's so many other places on Earth that I would prefer to go rather than this ride. It's like the Superman. Yes, it is exactly the Superman ride. That's all. But it's like the super, super, super duper Superman ride. And if you have $450,000, you can do it. Thanks for feeling the, the hurt of the economy right now, Virgin Atlantic or Virgin Galactic. That's a, such a gay name. So they're paying $22,500 per minute. Pretty much, yeah. What if you go up in those four minutes, you see like 12 mushroom clouds. Do you just open the door and slide out like an airplane? So today's equivalent of a 1-900 phone number. Pretty much, yeah. Christopher, just wait. They'll mandate the computer chip. Oh, that well said. Well said. All right, we'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Remember, tomorrow and uh, Friday, because today is, uh, of course, uh, Pump Day! Pump Day! Pump Day! Tomorrow, we're going to do the best Super Bowl halftime shows. Of all time. And then Friday, we will do the worst Super Bowl halftime shows. We have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch coming back this Thursday and Friday. I keep stalling and keeping it together People around gotta find something 
main event at Wrestlemania that would pretty much that would need that I would never have to go to another wrestling show again 
I, I, I just wouldn't. That was the, the WrestleMania headline. But we've talked about lust. We've talked about rich people. Now, I'm not going to tell people how to spend their money, but I will say this right now. Rich people spend their money on the dumbest shit. Now, 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 no, this isn't, this isn't a taste thing. This is the dumbest shit. I'm not talking about going to a Louis Vuitton store and spending like $20,000 on a footlocker. Now, that's dumb, but look, you're getting something cool out of the whole idea. This is spending money on something that is dumb. I, I mean, think about something dumb. And what you would spend up to $300,000 for. If you had $300,000, what's the dumbest thing you would buy? The red bathing suit from the Farrah Fawcett shoot. That's why I, I'm, I'm sure it's worth millions. But that's what I'd want, and there's only one part of it I want. Christie's Auction House confirmed that it's hosting an auction that includes a doghouse from Costa Rica that was struck by a meteorite in April of 2019. This is literally a, a, a doghouse that was made out of, like, leftover roof tiles or or rusted roof tiles. And there's a hole in it from where the meteorite went in. It did not hurt the dog that was living there at the time, a German shepherd named Rocky. Because they can't spell Rocky right. They have to spell it with only one K. Come on, Bub. Bub's like, I don't want to miss the end of the show. Come on, Dad. They're going to spend $300,000 on a doghouse that's got a hole in the roof. Why why would you want that? It's a doghouse that's got a hole in the roof. You don't get the meteorite. You get whatever destroyed. I mean, honestly, this has got to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ogre, you're right. Buying the doghouse is dumb. Buying the meteor to extract the external bacteria in which to wipe out life on Earth, I'd buy that. Yeah, you want the meteorite. I I don't want the house. The meteorite that actually struck the house will go up for auction and is expected to sell for less than the house? The doghouse is going to go for $300,000? But the meteorite's only going for sixty grand. It, it's a rock. You're going to spend... Uh, hey, hey, everybody. Did I, you know what? Breaking news here. I don't have the sound effect to play. Uh, Cursey, uh, we, our house got hit last night by a meteorite. Yeah. Yeah, 
Oh, it, it's crazy. Oh, man. Tell you what, if you want to come by and see it, it's only $1,000 to look at. Hey, Brady kid, on the way home, you got to stop and pick up a rock. Just one from the street. I don't care. Just make it, make it like, I don't know, like smaller than a volleyball. Something I can palm. <laughs> People buying a fucking dog house for $300,000. It's got a hole in the roof. I mean, is there any structural damage to it otherwise? Has the Army Corps of Engineers looked this over to see if this is in safe, a safe doghouse now? What can I use to patch the hole up? Because you see... The reason for the doghouse is to keep the elements off the dog. And if there's a hole in the roof, then that means the elements are going to fall onto the dog. I don't know if you're, you're getting that. Okay. All right. Okay, good. Good, good, good. We have to travel to New York City. New York City! Yeah, and, and a pastor there. No, 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 no. No. Not our buddy. <laughs> not our buddy. Not Greg Locke. No, that, that that's not the pastor we're talking about. This is a different pastor. Oh, six this is Greg Locke. That are in our church. And you know what's strange? Three of you are in this room right now. Jalapeno. As he dances on stage. Three of you in the room right now. Which is? You better look in my eyeballs. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking witch. You devil-worshiping Satanist witch, we cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your spells. We break your curse. We got your first name. We got your last name. We even got an address for one of you. The brooms. And I'll give you one, and I'll fly your tail up out of this place in the name of Jesus, but we ain't playing your spell-casting, witchcraft, nonsense, sage-burning games. Everybody okay? Here it is. The witches are like, nope. <laughs> and your little dog, too. You're out, <laughs> witch. <laughs> oh, there's another video of him. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Unseen view. Oh, God. Oh, there's more of him. And rebuke me for what I'm about to say. Hallelujah. On three occasions. We're going to go through all of them. Not today. Thank God. On three occasions... Kids were brought to Jesus. Hallelujah. Not of their own will, of their own volition, but by their parents. That had epileptic fits. Oh, he's going to heal somebody? Oh, please. Anger issues. Uh-oh, here we go. Outbursts of emotion. Hallelujah. And because we've called it possession, parents refuse to deal with it. Are you telling me my kid's possessed? No, I'm telling you, your kid could be demonized and attacked, but your doctor calls it autism. Wow. Holy shit. I don't care if you stand or not. I don't care if you leave or not. I'm telling you, there's deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ for your children and their children's children. There's deliverance in that. Wow. Ain't no such diagnosis in the Bible. Woo, uh, uh, man. Holy. 
he he might have bit off a little bit more than he can chew with that one. But he don't care. I don't care if you leave. <laughs> Holy shit, this brother speaks the truth. Autism is the devil. Oh, okay. So so he's bad. Yes, he, he's bad. He's a bad, bad pre- preacher. But this New York City pastor. New York City! He ran over his estranged wife and then attacked her with a machete and was given 23 years in prison. What do you have to do to get life? Mr. Mateo, who served as a pastor for the Redeemer Church in the Bronx, pled guilty to one count of first-degree murder. The defendant not only took the life of a Bronx grandmother, but also inflicted a possible lifetime of trauma to her grandchildren who saw the crime. Oh, Jesus. Oh, gosh. And he did it in front of the grandkids, and he only gets 23 years? <laughs> there you go. By the way, he's black. I'm just going to point out he, he he's a... He's a He's a black fella, or maybe Hispanic, so there's no white privilege there. Maybe some Hispanic privilege, but ain't no white privilege involved in that one right there. Yep, a machete. Damn. That is flair. That guy ain't redeeming shit no more. Nope, 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 nope. Wow. 23 times. I, I Was that a nod to Jordan? There you go, goat. All right. Let's see. Okay. All right. Now I, now I know what we're going to do here. Here we go. First of these many stories here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know, you know it's bad. And I'm just going to tell you it's bad right now for Alec Baldwin. People are starting to change their mind. Alec Baldwin has now been sued by... Helena Hutchins' family for wrongful death, you know, that same family that that he met with the next day and they went to dinner. Remember that? Yeah, they're suing his ass now. And look, I'll give y'all a link for this. There's a real fascinating thing on the old gun and how it went off. And, and they even kind of, they, they do make fun of him a little bit with the... the uh... Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. No, 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 no. no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger. Yeah. Never. And, and we're, we're starting to see uh, that side kind of pull away from him. It started with Saturday Night Live. And it's just gone downhill for him since then. And him now starring in this new movie, like a couple months later, like nothing happened. Yeah, people are not liking this. So uh, we're, we're about to see the end of Alec Baldwin. Do I think that's right or wrong? I don't know. I mean, look, 
I, I've never been an Alec Baldwin guy, so if he goes away, he goes away. Now we have a little game to play here. We got a little, little game. We got we got to play. We got to play. Uh... You make the call. Yeah. Who's the better mother? Okay. Who's the? You got to make the call here. No, that's not the call. There you go. You know the sound effect. All right. So, mom number one, who is the better mother? Mom number one. A Michigan mother who, uh, 22-year-old Justine Johnson, who was charged with felony murder and first-degree child abuse, is being accused of killing and disposing the body of Sutton Moser. She claims that during heroin withdrawal, she received messages from SpongeBob SquarePants threatening to kill her if she did not kill her own child. That's right. This woman, this mother, killed her own baby because that evil SpongeBob SquarePants told her that if you didn't do that, SpongeBob would kill you. So, they're working on buckling down insanity for the client, but uh, likely not going to get it because she's an idiot. She is running with the SpongeBob told me to do it. Now, Once again, who's the better mother? You make the call. Yes, and for some reason, the Dixie Horn. Now, I, I, I this is going to be tough to read the way the headline is written. Oh, no, 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 it's not. Oh, they read it wrote. They wrote it well. When a mother and her son, both seasoned skiers, hit the Colorado slopes, Last weekend, they have everything they needed. Experience, avalanche equipment, weather information. But an issue with ski gear sent them into an avalanche zone. The son went to retrieve a piece of rappel equipment that they a previous day on Dave's way to the west side of Loveland Pass. And his mother waited for him to safe ridge above. An avalanche started and the young adult got swept away, carried by hundreds of feet down the mountain. Quote, if I'd been watching that, I would have thought, my gosh, that's it, said Anna DeBaste, the public information offer for Summit County Rescue Group. The mother, though, immediately took action. She strapped on her own skis and went looking for her kid. She skied down an avalanche to look for her kid. It took her 10 minutes to find him, but she found him. Buried up to his waist, a little bruised and battered, but otherwise unharmed, she dug him out. So, ass family. You make the call. Which one is the better mother? The one who skis down an avalanche to save her child or the one who kills her child because SpongeBob told her to? 
Well, I thought this would uh, maybe it'd be contested. It's not so far. Ski Mom is the only one to be the better of the two moms. <laughs> Isn't that just uh, like that is really the uh, the that's the model of differences right there. One's going to kill their kid because she's not high on dope. And she's freaking out and telling me that SpongeBob is going to kill her if she don't kill the baby. Why would you ever listen to a sponge? Like, they never have good ideas. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Okay. (sighs) I saw that story. I I just laughed when I saw that. I was like, holy shit, there's a difference. (sighs) Now, we started the show off with amazing news about WrestleMania. And then we went into our favorite pastor, now our new favorite pastor. And your little dog, too. But I, I, I also had a story where I talked about it, and I told you, and I do believe this is true, that nature is not your friend. Right? Nature is not your friend. Now, I not have one, but I have two stories of. First story is out of New Zealand. Where a shark cameraman is attacked by a great white before it drags his boat through the water. So dude is sitting there, he's swimming along with his camera. Looking, oh, crockies, I'm looking for a shack. And all of a sudden, bam, he's right on a great white shark. It attacked. Now, I don't know if it attacked, attacked. I don't know if there was any... I don't know if there was any racha involved. Oh, but we got video of... Holy shit, holy shit, we got video of it. All right, here we go. We got to run you through the video. From rapture to heartache. Oh, come on. I don't care about Popeye's new home box menu. There you go. All right. There we go. Fine. Beautiful seeds from just... Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Oh, wait. That's my... I don't care about that. Madam Butterfly. Let's get rid of that. Let's go. All right. So, dude's underwater. There's a great white right in his face. Oh, my God. It hit his camera. It attacked his camera. Holy shit. Yeah, they won't attack you if you're down there taking pictures. Bullshit. Bumped into him. Now it's going after the boat. And it's pulling the boat. It's pulling a boat. This is why we need to have nuclear missiles in the water. Get rid of that thing. That 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 thing is no good. That's like a terrorist. Sharks, the terrorist of the waters. He's dragging the man's boat. He's trying to do it now. Now, now, let me just say this. Let me just say this right now. If you're a shark photographer, you know you're not allowed a bad day, right? You, you, you realize that. See, a lot of people need to start looking at their jobs like this. They, 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 they need to realize, is it really worth it? I mean, look, I, if I'm a shark photographer, I can't have a bad day. 
waiters, you can have a bad day. Okay, there's there's lots of options there. Okay, there's not a lot of options. Like, let's look at Christopher, our good friend, the bus driver. Now, he can't have a lot of bad days, but he can have a bad day or two. Maybe get a flat. Maybe have your bus attacked and, and somebody's going to do something and you stand up for your bus. Now, that's a good day, but it's also kind of a bad day. So you're allowed to have bad days. Now, if you're a shark photographer, the only bad day that you're kind of even allowed is a day that you forgot filming the camera. That's the only thing you're allowed. And then you're not even allowed that. Because let's see, you go in the water, something bad could happen in the water, you could drown. Okay, you're dead. Bad. The other thing is, is you could spook a shark and they could eat you. Dead. See, not a good job. Not, not, not a good job at all. This would be like, you know, a, a lion's dentist. I'm not going to take that job. you imagine being a lion's dentist? No, thank you. Uh-uh. I'm not opening up and saying, ah, uh-uh. No, sir, Rebob. So, dude got attacked. He, he lived, but he got attacked by a great white. Because he's a, 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 a shark fisher, or a shark photographer. Now, when you hear this... Attention in the water. Be advised, State Parks is asking us to make an announcement to let you know you are paddleboarding next to approximately 15 great white sharks. Okay, I've now pooped myself. Our next story is out of Australia. Crikey, mate. Now, I didn't see all those shacks. Now, this is the first fatal shark attack in Sydney since 1963. Notice I say fatal, and all these people go, well, sharks don't like the taste of human beings. Shut your mouth. Just, just shut your mouth. Shut, 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 shut it. Just shut it. Because y- you don't know. You just don't know. And here's the other thing that makes you look so very stupid. Um, footage clearly shows, and I, I, am not getting any of the footage here. Otherwise I would be, I'd be talking a lot faster and my voice would be going like this and cause I'd be, I'd be enjoying it a little too much. Footage clearly shows a body. Well, half a body being taken by a shark. Authorities were called to Buchan Point and Malabar and found half of a wetsuit. The beach was crowded at the time of the attack. Some witnesses recalled seeing a 14-foot great white shark attacking the unidentified swimmer. Crikey's we had yelling, turned around, it looked like a car had landed in the water. A big splash when the shark was chomping at the body. And there was blood everywhere. Fisherman said he saw the entire attack. He said the swimmer was pulled underwater by the shark and began yelling. He said there were so many splashes the shark did not relent. The attack lasted for several seconds. Humanes were found in later in the ocean. 
So, the old boy's fishing. He hears this going on. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Help me. What do you do? Sorry. I mean, not much you can do. You, you going to jump in? I ain't. I'm covered in blood and guts from fish already, and I'm going to jump in the water where there's a great white shark eating a dude? Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Hey, hey, you people that go, sharks don't even like to tease the people. Now, if it's a big great white shark, you see they got these big old mouths and these real, real big teeth, and the teeth are like super sharp. They're like razor sharp. And see... When, when, now, you might need to get a piece of bread for this. Yeah, yeah, get a piece of bread for this. Now, I want you to put the piece of bread in between your, your, your top teeth and your bottom teeth. Now, I want you to bite down. Ah. Okay, and then pull apart. Okay, you see what happens there? Now, maybe you don't like the taste of that bread, but you didn't know it, so you spit it out. Okay, but that other piece is whole. But, but here's the problem. The other piece is full of, like, you know, blood and guts and shit. And if you open a hole and then rip it away, all that shit falls out. Meaning, it doesn't matter if the shark likes what you taste like. You're going to die. The end. And think about it. You're dying, and you're not even that good. Boy, I, I, want, you to, I want you to weigh that on your ego. I want you to think about that. This is you have you have homework tonight. If you're so in love with yourself, I just want you to remember a shark would rather eat fish shit than dine on you. If they don't like the taste of human beings, this is a new way to look at it. You ain't that. A shark something that has been around for hundreds of thousands of years, would rather eat the waste of fish than any part of your fucking carcass. Mm Mm-hmm. That's pretty brilliant. I got to say, I need to write a book. Shit I came up with today, that, Charles in Charge of the UK. Man, oh, man. Like, if there was a Hall of Fame to put broadcasters in, they, oh, that's right, there is. I'm sorry. Now, I'm cool backpacking into bear, snake, spider, mountain lion country, and camping in it, but sharks is where I draw the line. Nope. I just don't like swimming. Nope. Hey, hey, look, like I said, nature is not your friend's. So with that, we are going to call it a show there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the sad story report, the dude died, but yeah, he got eaten. I bet someone steals that Charles in Charge thing because you know SNL writers. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I already know. I already know. Look, hey, remember you heard it here first. Wednesday, February 16th. Charles in Charge. Just telling you. Just telling you right now you heard it here first. Uh, remember, every room that you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So we will be back tomorrow. Remember, tomorrow, Mount Rushmore of the best Super Bowl halftime shows. Until then, y'all have a great, wonderful, 
fantastic and uh, satisfying pump day, pump day, pump day. And I'll talk to you in the morning. Adios, everybody. I'm her world, and she revolves around me. Just being close to me makes her love grow. Each night she thanks God for the day she found me. By when she came home this morning, she told me so. And there's roses blue. And there's not one star in heaven Or a sunrise every morning I'd believe it if she told me so Referring to this guy she's come to know Well, they're just friends She loves him like a brother And she's never even kissed him She told me so and there's roses blooming in the Arctic Circle Icebergs in the Gulf of Mexico And there's not one star in heaven And eight don't follow seven believe it if she told me so you've been listening to the arnie state show at arnieradio.com um i i did just want to take a moment to thank everybody goodbye now i am going to go get late goodbye see you tomorrow Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.